Greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Spatially podcast series. Today, we're going to chat about bridges and tunnels. Bridges and tunnels, connecting spaces, joining places. I'm your host, Joseph Kursky, geographer. Bridges and tunnels, connecting spaces, joining places. Most of the world's cities began along rivers, as they were used as a water source and as an avenue for trade and transportation. It was only natural, then, that as these cities grew into major urban centers, that the rivers that ran through them needed to be bridged over or tunneled under. These bridges and tunnels collectively represent a geographic revolution. Certainly, a triumph in physical geography and engineering occurs when the body of water or canyon is spanned or the undersea shale or mountain is bored through. But the impact extends far beyond the structures themselves. Even more important and long-lasting geographic changes are those that are economic and cultural. The idea that humans could triumph over physical geography through these structures and others, such as dams and agriculture, was an idea that took hold and, when implemented, caused enormous impacts that are felt down to the present day. An enormous amount of human labor, excavation, and associated economic activity was caused by the construction of each major bridge and tunnel at times causing in-migration to a region for the construction project. These changes in economic geography extend for decades, and even centuries beyond the construction phase through increased trade. Cultural changes are manifest through the dampening of regional differences, while national and even continental cohesion is built as ideas, people, and products flow across the new bridge or through the new tunnel. Commuting patterns, energy use, land use, and urban forms are a long-term legacy from bridges and tunnels. The oldest bridges of logs, bamboo, or stones made crossings faster, but also safer, connecting people and livestock at the local level. Next, bridges served to connect regions and, connected to other bridges and roads, helped unite people into empires, such as the Arc. A Dico Bridge in Greece, Arkadiko, A-R-K-A-D-I-K-O, Bridge in Greece, which was a part of a network connecting Tyrins and Epidauros in Greece. The extensive network of bridges and aqueducts built by the Romans in Europe, the Mauryans in India, the Suis, S-U-I-S, in China, and the Incas in South America strengthened the health and unity of their people in part by supplying water, increasing trade, and improving the mobility of their armies. Despite these auspicious beginnings, the most profound changes were yet to come. Beginning late in the 1700s, cast iron bridges followed by wrought iron, steel, and welded bridges, the first was constructed in Poland in 1929, began to connect the world as never before. For example, when the Brooklyn Bridge joined Brooklyn and Manhattan on 24 May 1883, it wasn't just the joining of these two cities. Residents began to think of their home as New York City, and indeed the former cities had become boroughs in a larger new city. 
The population of Brooklyn nearly doubled in 15 years as people could now live there and yet work in Manhattan. This bridge, along with other bridges and tunnels connecting other parts of the city, such as Holland Tunnel, 1927, Lincoln Tunnel, 1937, the George Washington Bridge, 1931, and the Verrazano Narrows Bridge, 1964, enabled New York City to diversify its land use, trade, and manufacturing, propelling it into one of the world's most influential cities. Tunnels share an equally long history as do bridges, with ample evidence dating back to 700 BCE for water tunnels in Iran, Israel, Turkey, and Greece, helping sustain and grow the cities of Gonabad, Jerusalem, Boyabat, and the islands of Samos, respectively. Road tunnels date from the Via Flaminia, ordered by Roman Emperor Vespasian in 76 CE, penetrating the Apennines. Beginning with the Industrial Revolution, tunneling for railroads and then roads began to unite areas through trade and transportation in much the same manner as bridges were doing. The first tunnel for a steam locomotive was built from Penny Darren to Abersion in Wales in 1804, and by 1829 were constructed under cities, such as Liverpool's Wapping Tunnel. During the 20th century, the Holland Tunnel set the standard for a new series of underwater tunnels designed for automobiles, though train tunnels remain the most popular, particularly with the advent of high-speed trains. With each generation, the scale of bridges and tunnels becomes successively more massive, now impacting trade within entire countries, between countries, and indeed, in a few cases, an entire continent. Perhaps the best example of the economic and cultural revolution caused by one of these major works is the tunnel under the English Channel, also known as the Channel Tunnel, Channel, or Le Tunnel sous la Manche. Opened in 1994 after nearly 200 years of thought and planning, it is a 31.37 mile or 50.5 kilometer rail tunnel linking Folkestone, England with Coquelles, France, beneath the Strait of Dover. Its sea portion at 37.9 kilometers is the longest undersea tunnel length in the world. The speed it allows, 160 kilometers per hour, and the vast increase in passengers and freight that it made possible, far exceeding the capacity of ferry boats and even airplanes, changed forever the economic connections through tourism and trade between the UK and France, and indeed among all of Europe. Running more subtly, yet more deeply, however, are the influences in thought and worldview that it brought about, indeed, the very substance that cultural geographers study. Despite it coming in at 80% over budget and one year over its projection, the Chunnel was deemed a success from the outset. From the first proposal in 1807, physical and engineering issues were only part of the challenge. The other concerns had to do with military geography and quote, undesirable tourists, end quote. Even a start in the 1970s was shelved due to political geography, specifically a change in political parties in power in the UK and concerns about membership in the European economic community. By 2014, over 10 million passengers were using the channel annually with over 20 million tons of freight. And by the way, I took the channel finally in 2015 and loved it, both ways. In a similar way, connecting two land masses that had been culturally and geographically distinct for thousands of years was the 
Oresund Bridge, connecting Denmark and Sweden. Opening in 2000 and spanning 4.8 miles, or 7.8 kilometers, it carries a railway and a motorway as well as a 2.48-mile, or 4-kilometer, underwater tunnel. Similarly, the Saikan Tunnel connected the major Japanese islands of Honshu and Hokkaido with a 33.46-mile, or 53.85-kilometer, double-track rail line in 1988. It provides economic benefits through reduced costs of transporting goods and people, but also served culturally to more fully unify and unite the country. Uniting a people group is a challenge for any island nation, but especially for Japan. Despite its high population density, it has always faced some formidable physical challenges, wide straits between its islands, high mountains, and, of course, earthquakes. But even these massive works of engineering and geography will soon be superseded. The Gotthard Space Tunnel opened in 2016, setting new records for the longest and deepest traffic tunnel with a route length of 35.4 miles or 57 kilometers. But it, like those that came before, was deemed necessary due to a combination of physical and cultural geography. The Alps have long been a barrier to transportation across Europe. Because of the increased trade among European Union nations, existing tunnels are at capacity, and traffic over the existing Gotthard Pass has increased more than tenfold since 1980. The two single-track train tunnels at Gotthard are part of a Alp Transit project designed to improve the Rotterdam-Basel-Genoa corridors connections. The project will certainly affect economic geography through increased trade amongst the central Europe European nations via increased volume and increased speeds up to 155 miles per hour or 250 kilometers an hour. It will also affect regional geography in the reduction of fatal road truck accidents and a reduction of environmental damage to air and soil caused by large trucks on Switzerland's roadways. The Gotthard Base Tunnel provides one more revolutionary moment in bridges and tunnels that further connects the planet's physical and cultural geography. Thank you for joining me for Bridges and Tunnels, Connecting Spaces, Joining Places. And as you listen to that, think about your favorite bridge, your favorite tunnel. My favorite bridge is probably the Strait of Mackinac or Mackinac Bridge in Michigan. That is a beautiful bridge. I also love the bridge that is shaped like a harp in Rotterdam. This bridge is called the Erasmus Bridge in Rotterdam. Beautiful bridge. I highly recommend it. Thanks for joining me and keep thinking spatially. Thank you.